Hi there, and welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Podcast. We are coming to you from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Jeannie Krieger with the Rome Floyd Chamber. And this is, as mentioned, the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Podcast. And our guests today are Oliver Robbins, who is a co-owner of U Public Relations, and Evie McNeese, who is the owner of Accounting Solutions. But Evie is a well-known name locally, as she is a former mayor and very been very active in uh, service to the community and government and um, other organizations like the Chamber, where she is currently serving as the chair of the Small Business Action Council. And uh, Oliver, of course, I know one of the things we wanted to touch on, Jeannie, was the fact that Oliver has started a business here during the pandemic, which is great news that things are getting going again. So, um, uh, yeah. Oliver, let, let's just start with you, Oliver. What, 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 um, let's see, how can I phrase this? What possesses one to start a business during a pandemic? <laughs> Insanity. No. Uh, what, what, what happened is we, we were working on a project with my former employee, which is V3 Magazine. And, and those guys down there are great. And I met a lot of good people working for the magazine. I worked there for seven years um, and eventually became the editor-in-chief and the director of public relations. And we started a, a public relations division roughly two years ago for V3. And when we started that, we started to make all these connections and, you know, we wanted to focus strictly on that because it was great work. You know, it was fulfilling work and we, we wanted to kind of push, push the magazine maybe a little bit off the plate so that we have more time to devote to the clients in that area. And my, my business partner and I, Mackenzie, uh, she was the assistant editor and assistant director of public relations. We decided to kind of branch off, you know, and start something new and, it was just, it felt right. It felt like the right time. And she has some connections in Trine, Georgia, which was our initial client that we got after we left V3. And um, later on down the road, we actually secured a contract that we've been working and we were able to, to bid on that contract and get it as well. So what we found was even during a pandemic, Rome, Georgia is a great place to make to make um, a business grow because of the relationships that you're able to make. You know, you sit next to these people in church, and you see them in the grocery stores, and they all work together so well, and that that makes the climate for starting a new business so much easier because of the support that you have from existing business owners and people like Miss Krieger over at the chamber. So that's why we decided to do it because we knew that we could because of relationships we made. Well, and that's great. And we will circle back around to some specifics uh, of what you guys do and what you guys offer. Let's get it. Let's get Evie on here. Uh, Evie, by trade, uh, you're a numbers person, right? Just talk about your business, if you could, please. Okay. Um, I started this business um, in 2003, and we are um, located um, on East 2nd Avenue. Um, we've had a wonderful um, array of clients here. We work with a lot of small businesses. We work with um, retailers. We work with uh, wholesalers. We just work with a lot of different types of clients. We do um, all kinds of tax returns. We do personal um, in um, corporates, S-Corp partnerships, uh, estates, trust. Um, 
And, and Oliver made my heart so full when he said that Rome is such a wonderful place to have a business because there are so many networks and connections. And, and that's what makes um, a business so successful is to be able to have those uh, connections. You know, just the chamber itself, uh, being a member of the chamber and all of the advantages you get uh, from them is just totally um, worth it. And um, I couldn't have done it without the chamber, to be honest with you, because I had to rely on them so much at the very beginning. But um, we we are just um, a small little business, have had a great run of it, and, um, you know, just loving Rome. <laughs> That's the whole you point, know, right, Jeannie? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is one of the things I think the chamber does best and stands for the most is someone like Abby with her expertise. And then she's engaging with Oliver. That's a new startup and we want to make him as successful as possible. So just those organic relationships that happen are very important because, you know, connectivity and really um, just going to people for referrals of, you know, where, where can I go to get my taxes done or who can I talk to about this PPP loan or, you know, whatever we found that, you know, it's those type of um, networking opportunities that the chamber provides that are really meaningful long-term to um, our members, but it speaks to our community as well. We're very open and, you know, willing to help, um, others along and really want them to be successful. And as I always say, you know, through our small business network, this is job growth and everybody, you know, wants there to be more jobs in Roman Floyd County and more opportunities. So I'll, Oliver speaks well to this, you know, we hope his business grows and he can hire 10 people in the next five years. You know, that that's the hope. Well, it's funny. Uh, Abby, you've been in business for a while, and Oliver is a, is a startup, obviously, during the pandemic. Jeannie, could you just touch on a little bit kind of the current economic climate here as we are, you know, still in the pandemic, but people are starting to find their footing again? Um, and and what's what's the around Rome, Floyd County? Uh, I mean, it's, I kind of made light of the fact he started in a pandemic because, you know, that's not the most ideal time to start a business, but you did. So God bless you. Um, <laughs> are, are others doing that as well, Jeannie? Yes, sir. We are. We're seeing a good number of small business startups right now. And, you know, perhaps it was, you know, due to a previous layoff. But I will say this, of the layoffs that we have had, we've seen our industries and our small businesses bring people back to work. So we're encouraged by, you know, the the numbers that we're seeing. It's not nearly as um detrimental as what it was. And, you know, if you just look around Roman Floyd County, we see growth everywhere. We cut the ribbon on Harbin Clinic Pediatric Center. We um, are going to be at the Spires next week for their grand opening. Huge development. We look at East Bend and all the, the retail shops that are, you know, popping up there. Um, so we're able to see a lot of growth and a lot of, you know, there's jobs with all those facilities and buildings and whether it be construction workers, electricity workers, um, you know, whatever, we're very encouraged by the growth and the activity that we're seeing right now and the way our industries um, larger have been able to bring their employees back 
and you know fulfill kind of um, get to the number of shifts that they had before the pandemic. Yeah, that that unemployment number is slowly going down uh, all over the country, which is good news. Uh, Oliver, let's talk a little bit specifically about you guys at U Public Relations. Uh, you know, I've been to your website, so you do everything from press releases to social media management for companies. Just if you could, just kind of give us your your list of services, if you will. Yes, sir. We're a full service public relations firm, so we go into an organization and meet with leadership and we speak about their mission, you know, what is it that you want to do and how is it that we can connect you to your stake? Not what that mission is. We capitalize on it by putting it out in form of press releases that we send to outside media sources. Uh, We use their internal media sources like social media outlets like Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, to also, you know, get the message out. And we couple that with professional photography and audio video services and even graphic design. And we don't want to make it to where, you know, people are, are shocked at the sticker whenever they get a proposal for us. Um, it's important during the pandemic that we understand that everyone is having a tough time. And we want to be able to come in during this time and assist other businesses with growing and find creative ways for them to reach their client base. And that's part of our philosophy behind forming this business. And it's really neat what we had an opportunity to do is kind of look at the, you know, the current the current climate with businesses, you know, some of them failing and seeing what they did that was wrong and picking apart the, the models that they had and finding out how we could circumvent that and not have to deal with it in case it were to happen again. And one of the things we did was we are completely mobile. We don't have a brick and mortar. We take our services to our client. And what that does, it makes it very easy for the client, but it also helps us on the back end with budgeting and making sure that we're putting enough money back to where if this were to happen again, we have a goal to put a year's worth of salaries in the bank so that our employees will be able to to weather, you know, another six months if they have to. That's interesting. And that's just part of what we did is studying the, the business climate under a pandemic is to, yeah just to make sure that we were able to, to keep some of these things from happening to our employees. Evie's going to love that, right, Evie? Love <laughs> to hear that somebody's putting that much money back. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. That's See, that's the that's the type of things that, that we do here. What do you do uh, long-term? You know, what, what are your budgeting needs? What are your long-term goals? And so, so we have to look at, you know, the first thing to do is, you know, start putting some of that money back. Now, I don't think anyone expected a pandemic, you know, as as we have now. But there are times when there's emergencies or different things that come up that um, have to be planned for. And so a lot of my um, client interaction is really financial planning. And it's, you know, when, when you talk to someone about your finances and, you know, your investments and and your money, people are very, very uncomfortable because that's so personal. But that's what we do here is we we have an office, but I've, I've made it to feel like a home and you come in and you feel comfortable and you know the people who are here and you know um, that 
we're looking at your information. We care about what's going on. And there are going to be tough times where, you know, we're going to have to say, um, no, you can't buy those shoes today. You're going to have to pay your taxes instead, which is a true story. Let me tell you, that is an absolute true story. Um, but, you know, we make it as, as comfortable as possible. They know, you know, everything is confidential here, so nothing goes out. Um, and they, they love, you know, the people that, which I love the people that I work with here. So it's, it's a good situation. And, and Oliver is exactly right. He's, um, he's looking at future goals. You have to plan short term, but have uh, long term goals. And, and Oliver is on the absolute right track. What has the pandemic done with businesses coming to you regarding like PPP and things like that? Have you had to get involved in, in helping, uh, helping plan around those issues? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, all of my clients who were um, able to, you know, look into the EIDL loans or the PPP loans, uh, we looked at, we, we calculated, uh, we did a lot of the applications ourselves for them. Um, we're in the process now of looking at the PPP loan forgiveness applications. Um, you know, a, a lot of it is is so um, dynamic right now. You know, we don't know what the government's going to do with the uh, forgiveness loans. We've heard that some of them will automatically be forgiven. A lot of them still have to provide um, information. And so because we work with our clients, you know, on a weekly, monthly, annual basis, we know what they have, what they need, and we can provide all of the reports to uh, their banks and to the SBA in order to um, facilitate the forgiveness. So we've, we've done a lot with, with that. And like I said, a lot of the, the people who needed the loans needed um, help, you know, just applying for it. And so that was just another um, aspect of what we were doing this year. Um, and so you, you kind of have to think outside the box a lot of times. You know, I don't think there's any business that is so stable that, you know, they can't, that well, that they shouldn't look outside the box. Um, hopefully, we, you know, within our lifetimes, we'll never have to go through another pandemic. But you never know what else is out there that may affect our businesses. Oliver, what, besides the pandemic, what other issues maybe have you run into just as a startup? Oh, well, connecting with people. Um, right now, it's really tough. Thank God for things like Zoom. So this Zoom has been able to really help us connect with people. And, you know, um, one of the biggest challenges that, that we've seen lately is, you know, budget. You know, we operate so lean, uh, we've been able to accommodate pretty much any budget. And it feels really good to know that, you know, you can help a business out and, and not take so much from them that they're, they're looking at your services like, well, you know, I really don't know. Most of the proposals that we give people, they're like, really, you can do it for that amount? And we're like, yeah. You know, and, and as things progressively get better, which I'm a glass half full guy, I think that they will, we're hoping that these relationships that we form will, will allow us to grow with that business that we assisted when they were kind of down on their luck. So I, I think that with a great network like we have here in Rome, um, 
small businesses have started to work together, which I, I'm really excited to see, you know, a lot of, of different organizations coming together and making things happen because we can do more with cooperation than we can if we're, you know, constantly competing with the person that's right next to us. So that that is another element I've, I've seen come out of this that I feel like is very important for us to to continue even after things get better is to continue the networking and the collaboration. And that's why I decided to, to go down and speak with Ms. Krieger at the chamber, you know, and they've been very welcoming. I've had several opportunities to highlight my business, you know, and Mackenzie um, Todd and I went on a radio show and we were able to talk and it's seven 30 in the morning, you know, bright and early. And we're up talking about what we do and we're excited about it. So Everybody I've spoken to, and this is no lie, they've been so, so, so supportive of of everything that we're trying to do. From Mayor Bill Collins to, you know, school teachers who we work with, you know, they've been very supportive of what we're trying to do. And that's something that I, I really enjoy about operating a business is being able to chart your course and and build it in a way to where you want to be proud of the work that you're doing and the relationship that you have with others. Well, the beauty of podcasting is we're on tape, so I didn't make you get up early. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, That was really, really early. (laughs) Do you find that is is most PR these days done through social media? A lot of it is. And, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, With technology, the way it's, you know, advancing in such a rapid way, everyone has a phone in their hand. Everyone has a laptop or everyone has a tablet. So they get their media and they get their advertisements through those mediums. Uh, print publication is still very effective. And, and I don't want to ever discount that because that's my background. Uh, there are certain places where you can you can put a client uh, in the forefront using print publications. But we've had a lot of success with social media because you can track the data. So at the end of every month, we provide a report to each organization we work with, and they can line line up the engagement on social media with their books and see if this program that we offer them is actually hitting home where it should hit home, which is in the pocketbook. So if we can say we've had this amount of increase on social media and you had a huge spike in the month of September, you know, you can you can correlate your books to the services that we offer and you can see the value in what we do. With print publication, you just hope that people read it. You know, and I do find that print is very, very effective. But social media and the Internet is the way of the future. You know, and if if you want to, you know, avoid getting on that train, then you might be left behind. You kind of have to to move with the times, you know. So we do lean heavily on electronic uh, um, ways to reach people. So we just found that it works. Gotcha. Uh, Evie, do you uh, in your business is is marketing important but most of mine is word of mouth most of mine is um you know talking to to others being involved um referrals from you know people that i've done um work for in the past um because one of our one of our mantras here is we are going to provide service and we're going to provide it in on a timely basis, and we're going to provide it um, correctly. And people know that. And so a lot of our um, business um, growth, I guess, is from referrals. And Roger, if I can just tell you a story about Evie, right when the pandemic was probably at its worst, and we were going through so much 
information so fast about what businesses could do and could not do, the, the funds that were available, the relief funds, and how to apply for those. Evie was one of the first calls I made, and I said, you know, we have so many businesses in need. If somebody needs um, just to ask a question, can you do that and not charge them? And she said, absolutely, I'll do whatever. And so that's the kind of attitude that just, you know, makes our community work well. I think, um, I'm not sure, Evie probably knows who said this originally. I say it all the time, but there is a saying, working together works. And yes. that is so true. It, it really, um, when we all work together, we all promote each other business better, but it makes our community strong. Well, uh, one of the things Oliver mentioned earlier was that um, you're not brick and mortar. You can go see your clients. And a lot of businesses, as as Jeannie just touched on, have found a new way. They've kind of adjusted. So while business may grow and, and people will do their thing, there may be less brick and mortar or smaller brick and mortar. I have a television background. I come out of television news. And every newsroom, like, for example, in Atlanta, Georgia, is huge with hundreds of people in it. So, they're, you know, you're paying uh, huge uh, rent and, and uh, large leases and things like that. But I think television news is going to change with smaller newsrooms because people can now report from anywhere at any time with their telephones. And um, so, so, Oliver, back to your point of the fact that you can go to, go to clients, does that help you probably get into – does that help with your connectivity in that they don't have to come to a brick and mortar to engage you in business? Absolutely. You know, the chamber, let's just take them as an example. If they wanted, you know, somebody to start marketing some, some new events that they had coming up for their clients, they don't have to come to us for photography. We go to them, you know, they don't have to come to us for an interview. We go to them. You can do what you do best. And you don't have to worry about the back end. Uh, if you need something, you make one phone call, you have one point of contact, and we show up to your door. Um, an example of that is we have an auto garage, Smith's Auto Repair. Um, it's a two-man thing. They've got one bank. He just put in a new machine where he's doing tires now. And he said, I, I want to get this out there and let people know that I can now service vehicles by changing tires and you know managing all that, that different things that come along with it. And I said, okay. I said, well, let's let's come in and take some pictures of it. He actually, uh, we're going to pull my truck in and use my truck tires for the, for staging the photos. And then we're going we're gonna to do a client appreciation for him where I'm going to put a, a grill on the back of my truck, drive it over, and we're going to provide some hot dogs and have, have some people over that are, are clients of his. I, I tell folks all the time, it's not, I don't want to look at them as clients. I want to look at them as partners. You know, and if we can get together and do some things together, then we can all grow together. And it, this is a great place for it, Rome, Georgia, because word gets around pretty quickly. <laughs> well, Evie, you're you're a little bit the opposite there because as I like the way you described your brick and mortar is you created a home feel environment where people come in and they're they probably done business with you for years. They feel comfortable walking in there just like they've done it before. They don't like writing a check to the government, but um <laughs> The way you engage your customers is still just come see me, right? That's that is true, um, but you know, with with the way we we're connected, um, you know, through email and text and you know Zoom and and all these uh, you know other avenues, it's um, it's a whole lot easier. And what I do is I give 
every one of my clients, they have the office phone, but they also have my cell phone number. Because what I tell them is if an issue comes up or you have a question at nine o'clock at night and it really is weighing on your mind, you need to call me and let's work it out right then and there. First of all, so that we know that, you know, you're on the right track financially or tax wise, but it's going to help you sleep. And I'd rather, as, as um, Oliver said, you know, he thinks of his people as um, his clients as partners. Well, I've had mine for so long. Mine are friends. That's so right. I don't get calls from clients. I get calls from my friends who have, a, who have an issue. And I mean, I've, I've actually gotten calls up till midnight. Um, now, as, as someone said, you know, the, the, news, the new 60, maybe 30 or whatever, but at nine o'clock, it's midnight to me. <laughs> so um, I tell them, you know, call me up till about nine o'clock because I'll be awake. After that, my answers may not make a whole lot of sense, <laughs> but they can still call me. <laughs> Well, let's, let, while you're mentioning your co contact information, do you have a website or social media presence or a phone number just so people listening can can reach out to you for uh, for business questions? What's the best contact thing for you? Email address, whatever you want. Okay, well, um, my the phone number here at the office is 706-237-6242. And my email is at comcast.net. And we welcome, um, you know, anyone to call, email, text, walk in. Um, if you have a question, you're driving by and you say, oh, I meant to ask Evie that. Come on in. I always have plenty of coffee, tea, cappuccino, whatever, whatever you need. And like I said, it's like coming to my home. Um, I want to make it welcoming. I want to make you comfortable. Um, we'll feed you whatever it, whatever it takes to make you feel good. <laughs> you come on in. <laughs> uh, Oliver, what is, uh, what is contact information for you guys or social media or where, wherever you want to promote your business website, et cetera. Yes, sir. Well, first I want to say, uh, Ms. Evie, I I'm coming by because that sounds like a wonderful <laughs> place to be. <laughs> Um, you can reach um, us at upublicrelations at gmail.com. And that is the letter U. It is not the word U. It is U, literal, publicrelations at gmail.com. And there you will find individual emails for each each member of our staff if you want to reach out to us individually. Uh, we also have Facebook, as of course, is U Public Relations, Twitter, and Instagram. So you can find us on all those mediums and we have a lot of interesting material on there because we do more promoting our clients than we do promoting out what's going on in school systems and local businesses here in Rome. Is there a story behind the U, just using the letter U? Yes, sir. If you look at the, the logo that we designed, it's, uh, it's actually two people who are connected. And our little tagline is your mission plus your community. So we want to make sure that everyone understands who you are by connecting you to the people who you serve. That's great. I just love you. <laughs> I love you too. I do. I, I remember back. I remember back a while back. You and I spoke uh, up behind traditions. That's and right. You had, 
you you had your car decorated for tailgating. So. <laughs> And, and you are a dogs fan, so it, it was kind of like a match made in heaven. I was like, you know, she is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Well, yes, it's ma just it's just a great big love fest here on the Rome Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeannie, Jeannie, any final thoughts? Anything you guys, uh, Expo coming along, things like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. November 5th, um, we have an opportunity for folks to um, sign up to be in-person and virtual um, at no added charge. And um, we're seeing some are more comfortable, you know, being in-person and some are mo more comfortable being virtual, but you have the opportunity to do both. But we're really excited about the um, number of booths we have sold so far. I think we're over the 50% mark and that's always exciting. And so we're just planning and we have all the protocols in place to keep everyone very safe. And, you know, it's a great time for us to emphasize again, why shopping in Rome and Floyd County is so important. It helps sustain jobs for um, these businesses. And so at the kickoff of the holiday shopping season, we want to make sure we're representing our membership well. So we look forward to that event. Fantastic. Um, well, thanks everybody for joining us and I apologize for inter any internet issues. The connectivity kind of came and went on me, but we'll, we'll fix it in editing. That's what it's for. <laughs> I need to correct one thing if I can. It's okay. upuppetrelations.com instead of at gmail.com. Gmail.com is the email address. Upuppetrelations.com is the website. Gotcha. So I just want to make that correction. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, no worries. Uh, but that's Oliver Robbins with You Public Relations. Thank you, Oliver, for joining us. And Evie McNeese with Accounting Solutions. Thank you, Evie, for joining us. Jeannie, as always, been a pleasure. Um, thank you, Roger. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. This thank is, you so much for having me. This has been the Rome Floyd Chamber, small business podcast. I'm Roger Manis, along with Jeannie Krieger. We've been broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.